Yo, what up? What up, what up, what up? This is you, Levine. Gule Wei, Orion de Peligrosa. T-Double. The mighty DJ Mel. This is Ginger Lee. Zilli. Protégé. Yo, 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 everybody, it's Toddy B. This is your favorite giant China man, CK. DJ K. Cali, you rocking with the feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback. You are listening to The Feedback Podcast. With my homie back. This is Miko with the Feedback Podcast. We're here at the historic and legendary Continental Club. We're here to interview two-time Grammy Award-winning Timothy Bloom. It is right there, out far in the distance. I can see it so clear. It's what I've been missing. Timothy Bloom at South by Southwest at the historic Continental Club. We're interviewing Timothy, who just did a fantastic show, engaging the audience. Everyone was loving it. And we just want to ask Timothy a few questions, sir, if you don't mind, with the Feedback Podcast. And I know you're at South by here today, and you have a show tomorrow as well, but... This is not your first time at South By. Can you talk a little bit about that first time, that first experience you had coming here? Uh, it's the first experience here at South By Southwest was overwhelming because I didn't know what to expect. And I'm like a, um, you know, like, especially on 6th Street, like, when he's, you know, like, there's, like, all these bands playing here, all this music coming. So I know I'm supposed to go to a show, but I want to stop at other shows and be like, and, like, that's who I am. You know, when I hear something amazing, I'm just going to stop be like... I want to listen, you know. You love music as much as you love performing. You love to listen to it, don't you? I, I'm, I love music. That's bottom line. You can't take me away from that. So that that brings us to a good transition. You love music. Where'd that love come from? Where did it originate from? What was your background? Where'd you first start doing music? Um, you know what? Like I grew up in a church and listened to a lot of gospel music. So like from the Clark Sisters to Williams Brothers, like all this amazing like music. And then like my um my God brothers and stuff like that, like they were musicians as well too. And uh, so I would, as a little kid, I would just sit and just watch them play. Like he, my my uncle Anthony King was an amazing guitar uh, organist, and you just had to just watch him play. Like you had no choice because it was angelic when he would just play. So I just grew a love for it. Like music has been number one a therapy for me. It's been very therapeutic. So I just I, I'm in love with it. When did you first take that love at growing up in music with all the family? When did you take that and decide to make more of a career out of it, make it more business out of it? Well, when did that first step happen? Can you explain that? You know what? I didn't. I don't. I don't think I decided on making a career out, a career out of it. It just happened. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to go to the Marines. <laughs> I wanted to go to Marines and uh, you know serve our country. But music was such a like powerful force. It just took over, you know. How do you? What, what time of your life was that when that happened? When when it started taking over and you started doing this more for a living? When I was 17 years old. Wow. And explain that. What was some of that? The first things you did at 17? Going on tour for a year. Um, Germany. I went out to Germany for a year. I came back. And my first big record was working with Smokey Robinson. A legend. Yeah, that was like my first gateway into like, you know, this music industry. So it's been... How, how did you land that? That's that's a big name to write and produce for. Well, my best friend, his dad was one of the first A&Rs from Motown. And so basically, him and Barry are like really cool <laughs> friends. I mean, him and Smokey are really cool friends. And we were all in the back house 
in Los Angeles working on music, and then all of a sudden Smokey Robinson walks in with these like green eyes. You know what I'm saying? He's like, uh, Hey Timothy, hey man, uh, you want to work on some music, man? Yeah. And it, it just from there went from there. But that's awesome. He took trust in somebody he didn't really know, but he knew you through someone yeah. and gave you that opportunity. He heard the he heard the music. Oh, when he walked in? Yeah, he heard the music when he walked in, and he was uh, very impressed with it. Now, you were producing music at that point. Did you also songwrite as well at that point? No, I was song. I was uh. I was there to be an artist, number one, but I produce and write every single day that it becomes like it's a natural thing, you know, it's like. And so you've been a singer, songwriter, producer for many years before you were performing for yourself, is that correct? Oh no. No. Okay, can you talk about that a little bit? And then what was that transition where you started doing more performance yourself? Well, I've always been a performer. Okay. But I've been blessed to be able to write and produce for other artists. Where that kind of came like the the niche. That became the thing, you know? But uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I love performing. I, I, I love performing, I love being on stage. And that's just automatic. Yeah, just I also love producing and writing as well too. <laughs> and just for everyone watching, Timothy went out there at one point and hugged everyone in the crowd. He loved them so much and the energy he gave back. That was awesome, Timothy. Um, so with that in mind, you talked about you love producing, you love singing. There's a, you have a lot, your hands on a lot of musical cookie jars, right? How did that change and develop the music that you do? The fact that you can produce, sing, song, write. You play a couple of instruments as well, right? Just talk about the instruments you play and how that how that influences music that you ultimately perform. I'm, I like to research. I'm a researcher of music. So number the, the, the number one thing for me is being able to go to like the difficult places, like if it's classical music or it's jazz or whatever. Like I like I like studying music and what I'll do is I'll sit for hours on my craft you know what and, and if you sit for hours on your craft what happens practice makes perfect right so that's just that's who I am I, I, I love to play I love to write I love to research music you know I'm like a connoisseur of it so by me doing that it's just allowed me to like you know create this body of work or create like you know just i don't know man it's a, so it's like you take a fusion of different different genres in your research that you've done to produce what you do a whole new element of music it's, that's great i love the the different styles you had while you're performing whether it be bluesy more soulful the singing the more upbeat i mean i see all that influence in that right um, with that being said, you've uh, had some success in your life uh, recently with um, working with some Grammy award-winning artists, as well as getting that yourself. Can you talk about that and the process uh, to get you there and what that was like when the awards were won? Everything, uh, everything that's pretty much happened in my life has been serendipitous. Um, like, my first Grammy was working with Neo, and how that went down is like... Somebody had a friend of mine, she was on tour with him dancing and had my track. And he heard it and it was like, I need that. 
-hmm. He wrote to it, and then next moment, like, we're winning a Grammy for it. Uh, Chris Brown, like, you know, working with him, like, he heard my music because when I was signing Interscope, and was and he wanted some of the records that was going on the album. Right. And I was like, you can't have these records, but I can make, you know, some for you. And that's what happened, and we won a Grammy for that. So... Right place, right time. God is always working on. God is working for me. So I, I, I just all praise to God. Yes, it's awesome. And you, you've been good about taking opportunity when it knocks, right? So as that happened, you took advantage of that. Um, with that being said, what, what does the future hold for you? You have a new album that came out with some new songs on there at Lini P. Um, are you on tour right now, right? Um, I'm doing spot dates uh, right now. I came out with a, a record called The Beginning last year. Um, which is a part one of a series that we're doing. So part two is coming out in April. We're finishing up. And then the tour stuff, I'm gonna wait a little bit. I wanna like make sure that I have all like the EPs out. Finish up the series and then we'll maximize on this tour like once that's done. But right now, man, I'm just enjoying like South by Southwest, <laughs> these small little spot dates. New York has been pretty like awesome. Uh, LA's been awesome, like allowing me to like just come in and perform at their venues and stuff like that. So I'm having fun, man. Is anybody looking forward to see you here at South by while you're here and not performing? You said you love to listen to music, right? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go t down Sixth Street and just like find whatever I can. Follow your ears, like Two Can Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so with your audience engagement in your show. Surely there's been some stories you've had and talking to people or just a reaction to what you do when you're on stage. Any stories or quick stories you'd like to share with us about that performance? No stories, man. <laughs> I just get on stage and I just allow God to like, you know, take over. I feel a lot of energy, you know, so like I just, I run with that. You know, there's a lot of broken souls out there. And so I think with music, you're able to like make people smile. You can make people smile, you can uplift them. So my duty is to do that, you know what I'm saying? To uplift and to like make people smile, have fun. You know, if you had a bad day today, hey, guess what? We about to have some fun right now, okay? okay? Get up, it's all good. Like, it's almost like you're a happy doctor, right? You're just trying to relieve them of that stress. Yes. Um, with that in your performance and, in, and engaging them, are, is every show different? Are you are you vibing off the crowd and improving as it goes? Did you do that today as well? Oh, that's awesome. Every, 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 every show is different. It's not... When it comes to rehearsing the songs itself, are y'all rehearsing something improv? And when I say rehearsing, I mean leaving space for it. Yeah, really. Well, no, they didn't know I was gonna do that. <laughs> That's great though. The band was able to adjust so quickly. Yeah, they didn't know I was gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked, and the crowd loved it. Enjoyed it, Timothy. Timothy, thanks. Have a great South by Southwest, sir. You had an amazing performance. Look forward to seeing you. You can find Timothy tomorrow. He'll be performing at, I believe it's Club 512 on 6th Street. Look on southbysouthwest.com for more details on the show. It's an official show. Love you, America. Timothy Blue.